Hello, everyone. This is Mind Your Employment, brought to you by YQ Society. The series will be on all podcast streaming platforms and on YouTube. I'm Caitlin. Hi, everyone. I'm James. Now, what is this series going to include? Well, every week we're going to be tackling those hard questions. You know the ones. The ones that are, I think, the ones that everyone's asking, right? But no one's really talking about or answering. Yeah. Um, at least I don't think they are. But it's things like, why do we accept kind of unreasonable targets in the workplace? Yeah. Why do we do that kind of, you know, that nine to five thing? Why is that the norm? Um, why do we feel guilty when we don't finish work on time? I do. Um, I guess you probably do as well, right? Um, what is that about? Um, well, in this series, we're going to be taking a deep dive look into all of those questions. Um, probably a lot more as well. Hopefully you guys will ask us questions too. Um, we're going to try and talk about them, go a little bit deeper into our behaviours and understand really what is all of that about? And do we need to adjust our behaviour? If so, how can we go about doing that? Quite right. This whole podcast idea is hoping to target those who are just purely intrigued as to why we think this way and you know add the human to the human resources we had to cast our minds to the simpler times where such thing as employment never existed so therefore it begs the question have we overcomplicated things don't you think uh, yeah i do i mean even since when i started in the workplace years ago um like it really does feel very different now mm-hmm. um to what it was back then and i think things have changed and dynamics have changed a bit and maybe that's a lot to do with the current um pandemic that the world currently faces itself in i think things are actually now starting to shift again so definitely interesting i think um that we're going to explore that in a bit of detail um and maybe how that's impacted our behaviors and and how we can adjust as well um because effectively um for a lot of people our workplaces are also now our homes um and how does that dynamic change as a result Yes, I think it definitely has changed and definitely everything inclusive of employment has been redefined and we really need to appreciate them or, in you know, divulge and think there must be a better way to, you know, come across employment, you know. But we do have to put a disclaimer on this that we're Mm -hmm. everyday normal people. We are not counsellors, advisors or psychologists. Every podcast will be coming from our own opinions and experiences and yours too. We're also not disclaimer voiceover artists because that was really <laughs> slow, Caitlin. What are you doing? <laughs> you not heard them on the radio? They're like super fast. It's ridiculous. Um, like, you would know, you like to have a go? Want to put a disclaimer that we are normal people. We're not cancer advisors, psychologists. Every podcast we're coming from our opinions and experiences, and yours too. It's like they're so fast that no one can actually really understand the disclaimer. But in this case, you all can understand the disclaimer because Caitlin kindly said it really slowly. Um, yeah, we are normal people. We're ordinary people. We both work normal everyday jobs. Um, we aren't careers advisors, we aren't psychologists, we're just having a chat about what we think the answer to these questions might be and our own experiences, I think, are really important in this as well. Um, I've certainly got a load of stories. I'm hoping Caitlin has got loads of stories as certainly well. Certainly do. Good, because otherwise it would just be me talking and that would be really boring for everybody <laughs> <Yikes>. involved. <laughs> right, exactly. Um, but we also want you to get involved as well, right? So mm-hmm. please do um, join in. Um, follow us at YQ Society. We're on all of the platforms. We're on Instagram, YouTube, Facebook, LinkedIn and Twitter. All of the links are going to be down below so you can get involved, join us, have a conversation with us. And hey, if you've got questions um, that are burning inside of you that you've got about work, um, why not ask them? And we can delve a little bit deeper into what's keeping you up at night about employment as well. 
Exactly. And, you know, even if it's out of curiosity, I'm pretty sure many people will share the same questions as yourself. And, you know, don't be shy to, you know, get involved. We would love to hear you. And like, you know, it might spark a new debate. It might spark a new conversation and down in the comment section. So come along, join along and uh, get involved. See you soon. See you soon. everyone this is mind your employment brought to you by waiki society this series will be on all podcast streaming platforms and on youtube i'm caitlin and i'm james and this week's episode is all about feeling trapped in a workplace do we stay in workplaces too long is there even such a thing as being in one place too long Caitlin, what do you think well that's a really good question actually because it really depends on your job like first and foremost like mm-hmm. your employment may be from a big institution you know like the sure. nhs you know mm-hmm. and it doesn't matter where you work you're going to still be employed by one person you know one entity um yeah. but i find that people come down to this sort of scenario based on uh, several reasons you know first of all mm. my thought process would be you know loyalty you're loyal to that one particular yes. company or entity and you just gravitate to stay in that company as long as possible Mm. and it was quite commonly understood especially in uh, certainly in my grandparents day and age where you just stay at that one particular job until you retire and I I feel like that's a very shared common um train of thought for people Mm. of that sort of generation I don't know about your grandparents but what do you think yeah, no, I think that's that's quite similar, as well as like loyalty to the actual company itself, right? I also mm. think you also have that kind of innate loyalty to the people. Yeah. So, mm. you know, in it's more common than not, unless you're very unfortunate and your workplace isn't great or it's particularly toxic or whatever. Um, maybe a topic for another another podcast. Um but you're loyal to the people, right? You're loyal to the people that you spend day in, day out with, you do the graft with. And I think you're actually more likely to stay in a place for longer than perhaps you should. Um, maybe you're staying there too long and it's kind of hindering your own personal growth or mm. your own happiness, in fact, if you're particularly unhappy in that work environment. Because you've got that sense of duty and loyalty to like effectively what are your friends, right? Um, yeah. You know, in most workplaces, you do make friends with the people you work with they they eventually become a bit more than colleagues so i think you've got that loyalty there um to to the people rather Mm. than you know as well as perhaps as well loyalty to the work environment unless like i said it's not one you enjoy in which case maybe it's less about the company and more about the actual people that that you like you know i know from my own experience um i've certainly been in companies where I've liked the people I work with um, Mm -hmm. and I felt a sense of duty and kind of camaraderie with them. We were kind of in this horrible situation kind of together, if -hmm. you like. And for me to kind of bail out on that and escape it um, was going to be kind of me giving up on them in a way. Mm, yeah, so in my so, mind it was um i guess kind of a bit of a guilt thing mm-hmm. um you know we all know guilt is generally an emotion for it's going to go into a little bit of psychology here for everyone um guilt generally an emotion caused by thinking you've caused someone harm right mm. comes in one of kind of five flavors it's guilt for something you've done mm-hmm. guilt for something you want to do 
yeah. for something that you think you did, um, something that you didn't do enough of, mm-hmm. or that you're doing better than others. So it will, you'll fall into one of those categories if you've ever experienced that emotion of guilt. Yeah. Um, so for me, it would be guilt for something that I want to do, right? I want to get out of this place. But if I do that, I feel like I'm abandoning you. So yeah. it's something I think that I might be doing. I might be abandoning you, who I consider friends. So mm-hmm. um, definitely, I think all of that, you know, wraps up in your head. And um, and I think people need to kind of adjust that mentality a little bit because you're not giving up on the people. You're getting yourself out, especially if you're not happy in your workplace, right? If you're experiencing that kind of dread of going to work more than the Monday blues but like genuine dread of going to work like you've got to in a way be a little bit selfish and put yourself first like is this environment healthy for you if not why are you staying there why are you letting obligations perceived obligations they may not even be real obligations to other people getting in the way of your own mental stability yeah certainly to think of. um Going back to that point, I also find it I want to don't, as we mentioned before, we don't want to cut off anyone in different categories. But obviously, this would vary depending if you're in a family business, too, because you have that Mm, guilt because you're 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 tied down to that family you know you have that sense of again sense of duty to your family and therefore you can't get rid of something or you have that guilt of wanting to go well. I want to I want to pursue something else, but I can't because you know this is passed down to generation and therefore it's expected of you to stay mm. in that one place and therefore yeah. very unfair, obviously, because mm-hmm. you have the power and freedom to choose what you want to do. Mm. However, you're locked down by based on both loyalty and guilt to remain in that place with your parents, with your family, and continue to run the business definitely and you've got that personal relationship there as well that goes beyond like a friendship it's like you can't escape i guess these people or that business because they're family um that's a really interesting that's a very different dynamic as well Mm -hmm. i definitely think the loyalty would certainly be a stronger one as to why you might stick out in a family business that perhaps you're just not interested in um or you know it's not your passion right so Mm -hmm. you're doing it because it's expected of you rather than doing it because you actually want to be doing it um yeah and i suspect you know the older generations within that family in not in all cases of course some are probably more than supportive but some i suspect have got that mentality of no you know my my daughter my son my child um, you know however they identify are going to work in this business that we've created um this is our legacy to them and we're handing it to them to kind of continue um actually i would love to know um if anyone out there is has ever been in that situation have you ever had that family Mm. dynamic um and to leave your story in the comments below i'd love to know how you dealt with it if you did enjoy being in the family business if you did want to get out how supportive Mm. um how supportive where the family so leave your stories or comments about that um down below and um we'll talk about them maybe at the beginning of next week's episode um, Sounds good, yeah. just to just to see you know where other people are at with that so i think family certainly is an interesting one when combined with work for sure i also want to know if anyone actually pursued their family business as a career choice and how do you feel like you feel like you're satisfied and you don't think you're you want to move on you just want to build on that you know relational company or business that your family has run for so many years or do you want to get out like 
but you have that expectation out in you to continue the business because alongside with you know loyalty and guilt you know Mm. there is another running factor that we need to like a lot of people do consider before either deciding to jump to a new role or a new company or new entity is simply the fear of change you know Mm. a lot of people yeah a lot of people just aren't comfortable with change you know they don't like the idea of having to travel a bit further or you know or having to change um uniform change place mm-hmm. of work change the people they surround themselves every day yeah, but yeah you know um because i know for a fact that you know when i when you find a good company you worry that that you won't find a better company mm. you know or that's true yeah exactly you know for me i had um prior to my current role i was working at this company for it may be a couple months however i realized that they were such a fantastic group of people to work with you know Mm -hmm. strong connections great team great uh, camaraderie you know great leadership and i was like why would why should anyone leave here but then you realize that like you know, a lot of people who are at the higher, you know, board level sort of um, ranking, they stay there out of comfort. It's not out of like mm-hmm. wanting to progress further or they're developing. A lot, a lot of it is because they're comfortable. They're thinking, yeah. well, I'm earning a good enough salary to keep me afloat now. Why mm-hmm. should I move? Why should I move on? You know, mm-hmm. when this company gives me what I need, you know, mm-hmm. but I'm not sure if you have a story for us about comfort. Um, for, um, yeah, no, definitely. I think just mm. jumping back a little bit to the, the fear of change, I think that's um, really interesting, actually, because we do fear change inherently, right, just as people, yeah. um, more in, and not just in the employment sphere but in kind of everything and anything we do yeah. right we 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 like having that routine we like knowing this is what we're going to do at this sort of time and this is where we're going to do it and we know the people that are there and we've um you know we've perhaps integrated ourselves into that community and therefore yeah. changing it can be a little bit daunting yeah, in in that regard so we definitely you know we have that fear but um i guess i just wanted to pose uh, kind of this question what are we afraid of you know, yeah, exactly. what are we afraid of why are we why are we sticking with something that perhaps we're finding really really easy or perhaps um you know is making us really miserable or 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 just resting on our laurels but what why are we afraid to change things up? Because we change some things up, you know, people change what they like to eat all the time. People change their hairstyle all the time. These little trivial things that help form, you know, um, kind of the, 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 the niceties of life, if you like, but why are we afraid to change something that we spend most of our time doing? Um, you know, why, so do we, why do we, why do we get that comfort? Um, it's, mm. you know, I think it does link in, like become, become so comfortable somewhere, you know, and maybe it's a little bit of like a kind of, you know, better the devil, you know, right. Yeah. Um, you know, mm. you know what this is like, you know what to expect, you know, who's going to be there, you know what the work is. If you've been there a little bit of time, you know exactly how to do it. You could probably do it all in sleep but we're also selling ourselves short yeah because we're not Mm. pushing ourselves to the kind of the next level up you know we're not leveling up our skills or our abilities we're kind of sitting comfortably and saying right that's it I'm done now Um, when actually I would say I would argue um, and correct me if I'm wrong in the comments please but I would argue that if you go up to anybody and you ask them 
would you change anything about your career or your job? A good 95% of people would say, actually, yeah, I'd like the work to be a bit more challenging. I'd like the pay to be a little bit higher. I'd like more responsibility. I'd like more reward. I'd like more recognition. I'd like something different. Mm -hmm. But instead of going out and seeking for that something different, we've all collectively as a species decided that for the most part, we're good being comfortable. We're good coasting. We're good, you know, just riding that kind of easy Mm -hmm. ride um, to the finish line as opposed to challenging ourselves. Um, Mm -hmm. I find that a really odd behavior, if you like, but I've done it. I've done it as well. Yeah, of course. I think everyone has done it. But mm. I think with the why, why don't we want to change? Mm. And I don't think it's because we don't want it enough. It's because mm. we are afraid of the consequences if we do. Because, mm. you know, when you're, in Fair. my opinion, like everything is perspective, right? So even mm-hmm. if like your role at that particular position or company, or even if it's just a small um, partnership, even Mm. if that role is incredibly rubbish, you know, you Mm. hate it, you have the Monday blues, you hate going into work, but why do we still stick up with rubbish like that? You know, even though like, even though, you know, you could do better, even though there are probably plenty of opportunities out there, why Mm. do we still stick in for the worst? Because one of the most interesting questions was someone like, why don't you pursue what you want to pursue? Like, why are you trapped in that role that you constantly complain about, constantly Mm. anger yourself and frustrate yourself every time, every minute of the day? This person's true passion was cooking and like, you know, enjoying food and like creating things in the realms of food. And I was like, well, you have this, you know, passion, you have this skill you know, to create these all wonderful, like, you know, um, treats and, and she does have talent, mm. but refuses to acknowledge that she's worth more. Mm. I mean, stuck in a day job where she really hates yeah. and, you know, you amuse yourself because, you know, oh, she, you know, I have it better. At least I don't feel like I, that my job sucks. But ask yourself this yourself. Are you happy in your job? Or is there something you want to pursue, but you're making excuses to stay at your current job? Hmm. Because a lot of That's people do that. That's know? a good point. I mean, I'm very much of the belief that life is far too short to accept mediocrity. So if you're just accepting it is what it is, Oh no! Yeah. Then I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna put this challenge to you, really, um, and to all Simply, of you out there. Yeah. Like, question yourself really, really deeply, kind of inwardly reflect. Yeah. Why are you accepting mediocrity? If you're not truly happy with what it is you're doing, what can you do to change that? Certainly. What is your passion? How can you turn your passion into profit and into a career that you're going to actually feel fulfilled at doing? Um, and it is, you know, I mean, habits are hard to break. You know, we all have habits, Certainly. whether that's, um, you know, whatever it is, drinking too much, eating too much, smoking too much, whatever your habit happens to be, um, we all have them um they are really hard to break um yeah, they're much easier definitely. to form and i think we do that with work as well subconsciously without even realizing right yeah. we take that approach to life that we use in our, our normal lives you know um in whatever habits we've formed good or bad um, and we apply it in the workplace and all of a sudden work has become a habit itself you know it is a habit to get up at the set time and commute to the same office and deal with the same job responsibilities and talk to the same people and have yeah. the same meetings and go home and do that on repeat and and you know do that for 40 plus years now if you like that if that is 
perfect for you if you're happy with that and you're genuinely happy with that i don't mean this kind of surface level everything that we tell ourselves you know oh it's fine it doesn't matter it will change whatever if you're genuinely happy with that then amazing well done yeah i applaud you i wish i had that um you've found pandora's box you've made it exactly you've made it you're there but if you're sat here listening to this or watching this if you're um, on our youtube channel yq society then think to yourself how can i break the habit and do I need to Certainly. break the habit? Yeah. And what am I going to do? Because, yeah, like you said, you know, we all get comfortable. Um, you asked me a little bit back for a story of my own. Um, yeah, I've certainly been comfortable in roles, probably um, not the one I'm in now, but the one before. Um, mm-hmm. Super comfortable. I could do the job in my sleep. Um, you know, it wasn't a challenge. It wasn't difficult. But were you enjoying it though? Like, but I, I, no, I was bored. Does, I was bored, senseless. But and I've been doing comfort, the same kind of thing. Is comfort a, too much of a good thing or is it a bad thing? Because at the end of the day, you know, I'm comfortable in my in my current role as well. But is that comfort because doing those eight hours to do those eight hours? Or are you a complicated? accomplishing goals that you set yourself in those eight hours because mm-hmm. i feel like right now outbit what role you are in if you feel like every day you take those accomplishments and you've gone you know i've learned something new or i've challenged myself to learn something new or i've mm. bridged two things i've never thought i could bridge together that's a different type of comfort that's comfort yeah, yeah. because you've accomplished something you've made the leap but mm-hmm. if comfort to you means I stick it out for eight hours a day and I don't want anything more than those eight hours, then that's a really different definition of comfort. Mm, and I think no, definitely. along with like, along with like, you know, do you fear change and why do you fear change? Please also ask yourself like, is, am I too comfortable for this role? Like, uh, yeah. is this role way too easy where I am not even pushing myself? Because mm. progression requires you to take that leap, requires yeah, sure. you to to make that jump, and I yeah. think this is something like um, James has said before outside this podcast. Like, if you're way too competent and you're finding it way too easy and comfortable in the scenario, make the leap and change your environment because you are, you know, we're a human being. We have that innate like nature in us, a behavior in us, to make those changes and make things you know, more difficult and challenging for the benefit of Mm. us. Mm. I don't mean like to wreck your life, but like, you know, make that leap and change. We are in no way responsible if you do. (laughs) Exactly. uh, Just going to do the lawyer thing and put that out there. (laughs) And I feel like um, James' story that he mentioned before, the fact that like he could do it in his sleep is not it doesn't imply success. it's not a good thing right no it, it doesn't suggest like, success that means that i'm selling myself short and, exactly. I, and I would say that um, it sounds a little harsh maybe to say that to someone but no if you find your job so easy that you can do it in your sleep and you get no fulfillment or enjoyment from it because i suspect there are you know doctors and lawyers and bakers and bricklayers and candlestick makers and whoever else out there in the world that probably does find their job pretty easy to do yeah because they've been doing it so long yeah but get such a sense of fulfillment and joy and happiness from doing it that that doesn't matter Mm -hmm. that's not what we're talking about here what we're talking about is you find it so incredibly easy but at the end of every day you feel completely unfulfilled yeah it's at that point that you are selling yourself short and you know you probably know right you know deep down actually yeah certainly you do i need to take that leap of faith i need to find something better and yeah it's scary don't get me wrong moving jobs 
pretty scary. And that's especially true if you are quite niche in what you do, right? Yeah, that's a very interesting point as well. Um, Because niche means you're one of many, right? Mm. You have a speciality and that one component, you know, say for instance, a really good example is a data protection officer. You don't need 10 or 20 of them in a company. Yeah, You know, um, especially in in-house one, you know, where mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. you have one, your role is a data protection officer and, you know, your duties are only strictly that because you can't make s- a certain decisions um, with that role, particular role. And therefore mm-hmm. you're limited to what you can do. I mean, albeit it may not be that simple as I put it, hmm. but the role can be challenging. But say, for instance, if you're stuck in a small company as a DPO, and I'm not saying small companies are not challenging, but say, for instance, you've got into that habit and you're very comfortable and you know what the everyday work of a DPO role is for a small hmm. company, your leap and your like push would be to say, what I if I'm finding this way too comfortable at mm-hmm. this level and I'm breezing through days without mm-hmm. thinking I need a challenge to the extent where you could get like repetition can make you feel underwhelmed with your role mm-hmm. right mm-hmm. so if that's the case you know maybe bigger companies is your next move mm-hmm. you know more Hopefully. responsibilities take yeah. a bigger bite that's the essentially the end role yeah. of us and you know, I know loads of people who've had that sort of like um, mindset where like, oh, no, we want to stay in only smaller companies. Mm. And that's it. I don't want to mm. go any further. Okay, I'll be like, okay, as long as you're completely satisfied, and yeah. you have that job satisfaction at the end yeah. of the day, there is nothing yeah. to be worried about. It doesn't matter mm. the size of the company. But mm. if you're not having that satisfaction, and yeah. you find yourself thinking, oh, this is very dull. This is, I don't look forward to work because such and such reasons. Yeah. That is the reason why you should be changing up your environment. And I don't, I yeah. don't know if yeah. you have that thought as well with niche um, roles. And Yeah. And I definitely think you get more niche and more specialized the further into your career you get, right? You yeah. tend to hone things down. So you probably start in something you know, unless you go into a very specific profession, you've always wanted to do that, then fair, fair play to you. But generally speaking, I would say a lot of people start fairly wide, broad spectrum yeah. in terms of what they do. And then maybe they pick a part of that job that they like in particular, and they go into that in a bit more detail mm-hmm. the next role. And then they kind of refine it further and further and further until, you know, they are kind of what they are. And um, and there's very little kind of room to grow or, or not necessarily grow, that's probably the wrong word, but very little room to change and out outside of you know a complete retrain complete re-education complete requalification um because yeah. you've kind of gone down that rabbit hole right um so i definitely think that if you are niche if you are specialist um then it can be more of a challenge Certainly. because mm-hmm. there's probably also more limited variety out there in terms of roles but mm-hmm. i think what you said was really good like if you're in a really small company and you don't feel challenged anymore then maybe the big companies for you but um or maybe a different small company in a different sector doing the same kind of work which um you know you can still apply all that knowledge and skills that you've built up over your career so far but to a completely different playing field um completely different set of environments and experiences and different challenges um you know i think changing up that is just as effective as changing up the scale um you could also think about um you know global operations you know 
can you do anything on an international level? Um, you know, that adds extra layers of complexity and challenge to things, which could be interesting to you. But I think the key takeaway really so far is that if you are not satisfied, then look inward at yourself and ask yourself, am I just too comfortable here? Um, you know, do I mm-hmm. fear change? Am I niche in my role that I'm scared of what else is out there? Um, yeah. Do I feel guilty if I'm leaving, you know, people in the lurch? Really challenge yourself on those points that, you know, really kind of grill yourself about, or if you can't do that kind of inward reflection, talk to someone about it, right? Find someone that you trust and have a really frank and honest conversation mm. with them about your yeah. fears and your worries. And you'll probably find that they have exactly the same fears. Oh, definitely. Um, and if you, you know, want to do it with a little bit of more kind of an anonymous kind of persona, do it in the comments below on this video. Start yeah, a discussion with each other yeah. about, you know, what it is you're worried about. Um, you know, we'll try and help out. We'll try and respond to comments as well. Um, because we've all been there, right? You know, I've been in roles where I've been incredibly comfortable. Yeah, certainly. Um, to the point that I know I'm not challenging myself, really. I'm just sort of coasting through it. Um, pretty niche. Uh, you know, what I do is pretty niche. Um, but I know there are options out there for me to push and challenge myself, um, you know, in the future, if if that is something that I want to do. Uh, if I feel mm. that I'm resting on my laurels a little bit and I'm not pushing myself enough. Um, but similarly, there's that guilt aspect. And I think it's really important that people generally just shouldn't be so hard on themselves right you're not yeah letting you're not letting people down okay you're looking after yourself yeah so if you are miserable in your role to the point that it is making it's physically impacting you please i implore you don't feel guilty for wanting to get out of that scenario you're actually probably really strong um because it takes people a long time to realize quite the impact that their work is having on their personal exactly. lives yeah and please don't dismiss it acknowledge that you're in a situation where you're not happy and don't deliberate your decision because mm. that would only make you like it'll tie you in it'll like it'll still gravitate you back into that same ro- routine same habit and and then again you're gonna just replay that whole scenario over and over again you know mm. and i've had situations where i've stayed at this company for couple of years and I was like oh you know I will do it next time I, I you know I will find a time to use a get out card you know get mm-hmm. out of jail card and you realize you're buying yourself time or actually in fact losing time because you've yeah. wasted your days and months stuck in that role either you're too trusting in the fact that things will change you know the fact that you have the fear of change or like oh they need me you know yeah like how um employees like sort of buy into that whole like we need you sort of sympathy and you're like Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. do you need me or am I just another asset and unfortunately that's a very cruel way of putting it but it's the reality of it employers Mm. will think you as an asset and even if the employer is human being you are just another asset and that's just the sorry fact of it especially if they put like time and resource energy into you right exactly they're not gonna um it seems weird to say but they might not let you go without a fight Um, exactly and i would be you know coming from uh someone who has experienced that um i i would err on the side of caution to any offers that may be given to you um to try and lure you to stay because if you really want to leave a place if you've got to the point where you've decided actually i have stayed here too long i need to get out and do something different there's probably a number of reasons for that 
Um, yeah. you know, there's probably you've had a long thought process to get to this point, but it's very easy for an employer to just kind of up the money a little bit or, oh, yeah, for sure. or mend the responsibilities slightly to try and lure you in to staying just that bit longer because obviously you are valuable to them. Yeah. Always be wary of that. I don't think personally, A, having experienced it and B, doing a lot of reading kind of on the subject, I don't think it ever works. I don't think no. you can ever say to your employer, I'm done, I'm out, I want to leave, and then accept an offer to stay and yeah. it work out because something down the line goes wrong. You either start having that thought process of, well, actually, if they found this money overnight, yeah. why wasn't I this valuable a at the year beginning. ago? Yeah. Or at the beginning? Yeah. Because I'm not, I've not, nothing else has changed, but all of a sudden it's like a bribe, right? That's what it feels yeah. like. At least. Buy, they it's buy like, you back. You know, they're buying you, they're buying you back basically. Yeah. It is, it's, um, but they couldn't do that before. So do they really value you or do they just not want to lose the skill and experience that you, um, you know, uh, and the time that they've invested? Exactly. Yeah. Um, so I don't think it can ever work. Um, I would love to know um, if anyone has had a positive experience accepting a further offer from their employer after they said they want to leave. Yeah. Um, because I don't believe it works. Um, and I'd like someone out there to prove me wrong. I also because want I to know. I think there is that pressure there, right? It's just, mm. it's a lot of pressure to deal with. And then, and then when they treat you better, it's like, hmm, well you may like go along with it right at the beginning you're like oh this is fantastic i'm being treated wonderfully now and my life is fantastic all of this is wonderful and then you'll get that little nagging thought in the back of your head going yeah but why didn't they do that last year when you were like struggling mm. i also want to know mm. um besides james a really um great point whether you have taken that opportunity that they've given you after really persistingly wanting to leave i want to know why you took it first and foremost secondly mm, yes. i want to know if any employers out there and i don't this is not some sort of like you know employee versus employer sort of like debate yeah, we're not on fight. a witch hunt here no we're not we really want to know like what can you do as employers do better so that employees stay mm. feel motivated to work feel like they have job satisfaction and feel like they are worthy employees to mm. want to stay because that's the very very critical point there is that if you can't tick most of the boxes what are you truly staying there for because a change of new role or in other words a employer pressure or peer pressure of a new role doesn't change your scenario and that's no, not at all that's the you know stark of it that's the the honest feedback i honestly hear like you know to my friends who you know started from the bottom of the ladder and had to work their way up and then realize that they're not getting what they truly deserve in that particular role and they're not having job satisfaction and so then i wonder if it's that better the devil you know you know you choose to oh, stay because you yeah, know you I, know what to much. expect like mm. you know their tactics you know their tricks it's like um was it sun Zhao's know your enemy Mm-hmm. yeah um, but why know. like this is why i want to know why mm. why put yourself through that ring of things again even if you know oh, what you're oh, facing because yeah. it's that same nightmare over and over again you're yeah. still going into the same work environment facing yeah. the same people same routines exactly exactly and the start probably doing the same it, work as well exactly yes yeah. so the start truth of it you're not gonna enjoy it no you know 
and like don't get me wrong if this and i really want to know actually and and james is right please put it down um in the comments below and say tell us if you have had a situation where you've actually been given an, another role up one ladder or a better pay or better responsibility mm-hmm. and you realize whether this should have been given earlier or you know i you wish that you've mm-hmm. asked earlier yeah. Because maybe that is the case, you know, maybe it's not a change of role or a change of company or change of environment. Maybe it's because you're not asking for more. And therefore yeah. you have that whole like running idea that you, mm. you're not doing enough. You don't have job satisfaction. Yeah. And therefore maybe staying in that company is a good idea. You yeah, have not to... all companies are bad. You know, no. <laughs> like, I know it sounds like you're saying like every company is evil, but no, they're not. Some companies are fantastic. Yeah, exactly. Um, people are really happy working for them. Exactly. Um, I wish all companies were like that. But the, the unfortunate reality is that not every company is great and not every job is going to give you job satisfaction. And what is right for one person is never going to be right for another person. You've just got to find what fits for you. Um, but I want to know, Caitlin, have you ever been in that scenario? Have you ever had... Have you ever been somewhere, mm. said you want to leave, been offered something else and stayed? And how did it go once you stayed? So uh, funny enough for me, um, no, I haven't. Mm. Okay. Simply because when I know something is wrong or like, mm. not even wrong, that's a very inappropriate word to say, but like when I have a bad feeling already and I'm the type of person who commits and go for it and I never walk I never, you know, walk back on my own words or like ever, you know, turn around and be like, oh, I was wrong. I -hmm. want that position back. So no, but I have had once where I've accepted all the worst parts of employment in the sense of like not enough break, you know, working overtime. I've accepted all those based on peer pressure and employer pressure. And unfair to say, because obviously this company, you can't represent the whole company. It was just, it had to be a particular management role that um, Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. provided that pressure. And I had had to say like, don't convince yourself it's okay. I stayed there way too long to know better. I mean, that's what I did. I convinced myself it was okay. I accepted the new role no, yeah. um, and the and the higher pay point. Um, convinced myself everything would change; it would all be fine. A month or so later, I realised that actually very little had changed apart from the fact I now had more to do. Exactly. Um, um, and ended up leaving anyway. Yeah. So, um, if if anything, all I did was really kind of delay the inevitable. Exactly. But what I find, um, you know, kind of tangently linked to that is that actually we put so much into, mm. um, you know, what we do for a living as a major part of our identity. That's interesting. That it's very very difficult to change it, right? So, I mean, let me ask you, like, one of the first things that friends or family ask on a daily basis is normally going to be something like oh what are you doing now what do you do for work like what's your job what does that entail um are you working how do you find it how was work today um and we place such a high importance on what we do for a living as Mm. a major part of our identity that actually you could um you could think of it like uh, i think it was the um what are they called the initiatives at diversity lab in denver said in an article that i was reading that actually if you think of it all people think of it like you're transitioning your identity when you move jobs you're changing your identity in a way and all of a sudden Mm -hmm. this becomes a lot more scary and a lot more daunting right because you're giving up part of yourself to become something else 
um, yeah, because we intrinsically link, right? We intrinsically link this identity of self in with identity of employment, and we've kind of melded the two together. Like, you know, um, you are Bob the Builder, you are Joan the Baker, you are whatever you are, but you identify yourself by the profession you do. Like, I know so many people who. I don't introduce themselves as their career, but it's very early on in the conversation in terms of what they're doing um, and what they are and what they've become, um, as opposed to who they are and who they've become. Um, and I think it's really interesting, the, you know, what they were saying, the, the, the lab in Denver was saying in that paper that um, people kind of evolved, if you like, to merge who they are as a person with what they do for a living That's into their identity mm. and as a result of that find and it links back to fear and guilt and, and everything else we've been speaking about but they find themselves thinking that they're going to be losing part of their identity or changing part of their identity if they change roles and I think that's true. I think it's completely true because if you think about all the different roles out there in the world, all the different types of jobs, unfortunately, we live in a society where certain status is given to certain professions, right? And certain jobs. And there are a lot of people, not everyone, but there are a lot of people that will look down on someone because they do a particular type of job. Yeah. Um, and so intrinsically if we are in a position where we know that the wider society is accepting of what we do or positive about what we do or positive even about the company name that we have behind us then it becomes even more fearful even more worrying even That's more giving up this yeah, identity really good point to then move to somewhere else that perhaps is considered you know quote unquote a lower quality position you know you might want to go and do something completely creative and that is fantastic if you do well done you but a lot of people in society will go oh really you can make money that way it's kind of patronizing mm. right it's kind of frowned upon i want to add a point to that mm. as well like can't quote and i'm pretty sure you guys can correct me down below i can't quote who said this but the moment you tell someone what you do as a profession oh hi i'm a lawyer oh hi i'm a doctor oh hi i am just i am a shopkeeper hi i'm a janitor blah 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 whatever yeah. the role is immediately and this is the disappointing part of being human immediately you judge them on the base of your role and yeah. what salary they earn oh yeah. i'm on a hundred thousand oh wow you know he's rich oh yeah. i'm only t on thirty thousand. Oh, that's a shame that's only a graduate's role pay why do we do that because it's simply because it's association we associate two things together graduates meant to be earning 25 hey that's okay no they shouldn't be we, we shouldn't have to have that thought process mm -hmm. and that's the same with james point was the fact that like say for instance if i was a lawyer you know at a very you know in the magic circle etc 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 i earn big bills etc and also and i take a lower role at a smaller mm -hmm. company who would give me probably you know more responsibilities say <laughs> it's a very far-fetched storyline and a very hypothetical because i obviously don't i'm not very familiar with that field but say for instance that was the case you instantly think oh what would my family think of me or my mm. friends think of me what would society think of me and i bet we all know one person that would raise yeah. an eyebrow and go oh certainly oh, you did that really? yeah certainly mm. 
like and it, but it's interesting like it's i think it's a really easy way to for people i guess in general to sort of rank mm. other people like we're all about numbers these days like it's all about rankings how many likes did we get on social media how much um yeah. you know, how much status can i mm. build and accumulate um we become so obsessed with the numbers i think it's it's um it's a black mirror episode isn't it where they yes. kind of rate each other all the time yeah, they have yeah. rankings. if you go below a certain number you kind of vanish or whatever it is i mm-hmm. the exact story but it's that like we're, we're kind of living in a watered down version of that right it is all about the oh the certainly kind of the numbers thing so mm. as soon as you say someone I'm on a six-figure salary, all of a sudden you are now a high number, so you are an attractive prospect for yeah, whatever it might be. Certainly. Um, despite that the puts... fact that you could be completely miserable yeah. or a completely horrible exactly. person. And that puts an impression um, that you should stay mm-hmm. there. Someone say, thinks highly of you or doesn't think highly of you, whatever yep. the thought process behind that is, uh-huh. you know, you tend to go like, oh, that person thinks I'm good. I, oh, I will stay here. Yeah. But yeah. no... Think about what you've been thinking in the past few hours, seconds, minutes, days, months, mm. and you've been complaining nonstop that right. you're in this place way too long or you're not satisfied or, mm. you know. But it's a validation thing. Though, exactly. Isn't it? like, I've been validated by my peers, by my elders, by and society at large. And therefore, this is me. I am exactly. this. No. We have this weird symbiotic toxic relationship but i'm gonna stick at it because society deems me valuable yeah um, even though you're miserable and what's the cost of that because you Mm. know people say oh come on stick it out for a year or two it's not so bad yes it is bad because the consequences of that (laughs) (laughs) the consequences of that that, right yeah being in a job like we've all been in jobs we hate i'm sure everyone has yeah of course yeah and 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 a I guess a, a word of advice to all the kind of the younger people out there who perhaps haven't started work yet who are who are listening to this or watching this, you will have jobs you hate. Oh, That's, certainly, that is part mm. of life. But recognizing it's a job you hate and recognizing the right time to to leave, um, and if you have responsibilities, you know bills to pay, debts to pay, then. Mm okay you, you may have that feeling of trapment but you can do things right you yeah, can certainly. start looking for other jobs you can you can you can get your way out of that everyone can certainly. but never accept the status quo um and and never accept being miserable right you spend what no oh my god yeah majority of your life is spent in employment either for yourself or for other people never ever allow yourself to be that unhappy in a job to accept it is what it is to stay there if you're not being fulfilled if you're not getting the money you want if you're not getting the responsibility you want if you don't like the people don't accept it all and don't think that your job is your identity you are more Mm. than your job yeah um i find it fairly tragic when that's kind of all someone ever has to talk about when they talk about themselves is what they do for a living yeah um because you are more than that and you should be more than that but I thought it was just a really interesting point in the article that um, it adds to the kind of the enhances that level of fear. Oh, certainly. Um, because it's part of your identity. Yeah, certainly. Um, and yeah, again, I can, you know, looking back in my career history, I can see 
scenarios where I've done, I have had that feeling like, um, you know, people are impressed with the job title or they're impressed with the company <laughs> yeah. name or, or yeah, you know, exactly. I think we've all had it, right? I'm sure you've had it as well. Like um, people have gone, oh, wow, that's really cool. Like, what do you do there? And you get launched into a whole spiel about it all. But um, and like in that to... moment, you probably feel really validated, right? But at the back of your mind, I bet you've still got that niggle, like I'm saying all this stuff, but I know I'm not happy here. I just also want to add that, you know, it's okay to be validated in it's okay for someone to say you know that's awesome you're you're doing that job um but don't allow that to you know sway your current position because you don't want discouraging your thought process by saying oh but because he thinks that then that i should go along with that or she thinks that and i therefore she is right because they don't know what's good for you only you would know what the best position for you is. And mm. say, for instance, if the person who has given you that opinion, they may be right. Maybe it's just because you needed a long conversation to say, um, you know, the pros and cons of this role, you know, what am I feeling and what am I experiencing? You know, don't equate that to, oh, that's the reason why I'm staying here. No, the reason why you're staying here is because you're the one who gives the reason. Mm. You know, don't allow anyone else to interfere with that train of thought. Because once you allow yourself to think the same way they're thinking, even though it's not your thought, you've just convinced yourself it's not that bad. You know, mm, you, you no, swerve yourself out the situation that you're already in and you've denied yourself that freedom of choice you know that freedom to think for yourself and you know it doesn't matter whether like what you want as a role or career it doesn't know it doesn't matter like it could be ambitious or you know money or responsibility or less responsibility whatever that situation is you know seize that opportunity to change your environment if Mm. necessary the word if is so crucial because if it's not necessary then you know you've just changed it on the whim that you wanted to change it and not because there is a serious reason to for it to be changed you Mm. know and then if that if is that you're wavering because there's too many ifs then think about yourself where do you want to be because that would only determine whether you can stay more at this one place or you should change that place Mm. and i feel like don't get me wrong as for myself particularly i when you can't graduate from university and you know you've had work experience or job experiences or you've worked during university or before university and you keep changing and chopping your jobs because you're not happy i think that's the best scenario because you get a variety of experiences, you get a variety, a taster of what you want your place of work to be, your career, your position, your opportunity to be. You mm. give yourself the best vision. So you don't have to explain to someone why you've changed careers so many times. Because if you know yourself, like I did, if in an environment you're in is not suiting you, you're not obliged to stay there. You know, the only thing you're obliged to do is that contract, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, and sure. that obligation is the contract and yourself. So if yourself is not happy, but the contract is happy, why are you staying there? You're fulfilling an empty role for no reason. As a, a recent graduate, I definitely know this situation. Don't feel pressured to stay there because you have to, because you have to make the numbers or make the years of experience that people want you to. You're changing because you want to better your yourself not changing Mm. because you're bettering something else and it's okay to 
to do that so like put yourself first is what we're trying to say because I'm sure plenty of you who would have similar stories and I would love to hear those similar stories as well you know you've come to the situation where you're like you're putting something else in front of you for what reason that's a really good point though Mm. you know so convincing yourself it's not that bad um yeah you have to stay somewhere for a certain amount of time exactly chop and change so i don't think there's any rules anymore like i think mm. definitely in the past like probably you know parents generation grandparents generation etc it was yeah. very much that mentality of oh no it's wrong to move careers or exactly. move jobs like you you have to stay somewhere for five years for 10 years for 20 years for 30 years whatever it is your whole career um but now I think everything is so fast paced, so fast moving that you can chop and change. Certainly. I don't know, actually. I would actually really like to know if um, there's anyone in HR out there who thinks it's a good or a bad thing. Mm-hmm. Um, because I can certainly see both sides, right? So on one hand, you've got, you know, it's fantastic. You've got loads of different varieties of experience. You're learning new skills. It's yeah. going be really useful here. Um, but on the other hand, you might be considered to be quite flighty. Um, you know, you can't stick at something for, you know, any amount of time. Um, so there's definitely a flip side to it that could be detrimental to watch out for Um, but I guess then the kind of the advice there is don't jump ship to something new if the something new doesn't seem better don't trade you know Mm -hmm. the grass isn't necessarily always going to be greener so while you may not like your current role don't accept the first thing that comes your way on the off chance you might like that better Mm. do your research do your due diligence because it might be worse right you've got to prepare for that um and again that's when you end up in that i've only been here for a month i've only been here for a month and you kind of get that flighty persona kind of maybe even unfairly kind of label on labeled on you i also want to like say the flip side of that actually because even though i do agree with that point it's on the other hand and i know you guys are gonna think well pick a side guys <laughs> but we don't have a side and that's the funny thing is because it's okay to be the new kid mm. you know it's okay to start a new place you know yeah, learn definitely. a new skill and be in a different environment and you don't have to be afraid because you know it's only going to be a couple of weeks that you're going to be the new kid until you're fitting into that environment establishing mm. yourself in that environment and then be yourself again and so Mm. i know i don't know for anyone else but for me it took me two three weeks to get myself around systems around knowing everyone getting involved talking to different people new people learning people's names but after that i feel like it's sort of a tumbling effect where like you get on the board things and you start to understand things quicker and you start Mm. to adapt and then you're getting comfortable again and i guess i think people take that as a a reason why they don't want to start in a new environment is because that again going back to loyalty going back to fear of change going back to being Mm. used to things and the guilt but it's okay to be new Mm. it's in fact exciting to be new because it gives you a chance to start afresh again you know change routines change habits Mm. be a better you or you know what did you do not what you specifically did wrong but in the previous role but what could you make it better so you don't have the same results mm, you know mm, that is yeah. a, that's a huge fact that you need to consider no, for sure i think that's a really good takeaway message actually because i've yeah. definitely 
had that I don't want to be the new kid feeling like yeah. I got to you know got to a certain point in the profession mm. and it's like right I'm at the top of the game I know exactly what I'm doing when I'm doing it everyone knows me everyone respects me yeah why exactly. do I want to go back to the bottom of the ladder and something new why do I want to be having to go through inductions and training and learning names and you know it can feel a bit lonely right in exactly. that being the new person in an already established environment everyone has their groups and the cliques and whatever exactly. it's no different to school mm-hmm. um in that way you know going to a new school and all that kind of thing um but like you said don't let it stop you because that's a really finite amount of time in which that lasts yeah exactly. uh, that's a really good point no i would agree wholeheartedly that yeah. you should not be afraid to be able to not necessarily reinvent yourself but refresh yourself and yeah. learn from those past mistakes mm-hmm. um and you know take the chance be the new kid yeah definitely and i think for this specific episode we're not asking we're not asking anyone to change roles out of flippancy or out of like oh that's what she said and that's what we should do but we honestly want you to question your current situation and if you're happy you know what this podcast you can just roll over and not think about it please do listen to it (laughs) but you may know someone else who's in that situation who Mm. keeps asking you advice and you can say look listen to this podcast because maybe they give you a perspective what other people can't give you know Mm -hmm. or maybe Mm -hmm. use our podcast as a way to give people advice and advice for you advice for your family and friends but we're simply just saying is that if you feel like you fall under any of these categories maybe consider that maybe you spent too Mm. much time yeah in this one environment maybe maybe you have and if you are fulfilled and you are happy yeah you've clearly not been there long enough yet maybe you'll spend your whole career in that one place you found it from the off yeah um kudos to you well done um that's really amazing um you should be really proud and happy with that scenario that you're in exactly um but yeah have those conversations talk to people um if someone comes to you and says something like oh you know i really want to quit my job but you know i just feel so guilty about um you know leaving my friends there to deal with it all um you know point them in our direction let them listen to the podcast as caitlin said give them the advice that hopefully we've given you and so you don't miss anything else in the future make sure you subscribe to our feed wherever you're listening to this podcast and subscribe to our youtube channel yq society and make sure you hit that notification bell on both so you never miss a thing you never miss the advice but please do get involved follow us at yq society on all social medias we're on instagram youtube facebook and twitter all the links down below get involved with us join in and we would love to hear from you thank you and uh, see you soon thank you everyone see you next week take care